Welcome to Made for Profit, a podcast where we talk business in the shop and help you monetize as a maker. Each week we cover business topics to help you grow your full-time business or your side hustle. We'll also bring you interviews from a variety of people winning in their space to share valuable business insights and life lessons. I'm Brad Rodriguez, a full-time content creator running FixThisBuildThat.com, and my co-host John Malecki runs a full-time furniture company and his content site, JohnMalecki.com. We've been growing our successful businesses online, and we want to bring you into the conversation and help you grow along with us. Welcome to episode 99. As we're on the doorstep of our 100th episode, we thought the topic of podcasting would be a perfect tie-in here. There have been a ton of new podcasts hitting the scene lately in the woodworking space, and podcasting just seems to be the next wave of hot media out there. So today we're going to talk about the power of podcasting and all the benefits it gives you. We'll also talk about the flip side of it and why you've seen some long-term podcasts changing forms or even going away altogether. Yeah, and speaking of long-term, we are super pumped this year to have Woodcraft supporting the show. And if you're not familiar, Woodcraft is one of the nation's oldest and largest suppliers of quality woodworking tools and supplies. With stores in more than 70 cities across the U.S. and an unbelievable website, Woodcraft is both mine and Brad's go-to place for all of our woodworking needs. And Woodcraft is bringing the value to all MFP listeners with free shipping in the lower 48 states using code MFP. P all caps at checkout. You guys be sure to take full advantage of this awesome deal. And we want to send a huge thank you out there to Woodcraft for supporting the show all year long and supporting the made for profit tribe. Absolutely. And speaking of the tribe, we want to thank some new members that joined the MFP patron tribe this week. Uh, we had Spencer Lewis and John Felmingham. Thank you so much guys for joining. If you'd like to be part of the MFP patron tribe, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash made for profit and get some great rewards like our after show. So speaking of after shows and podcast, I mean, we like that was like segue, 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 man. Segue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're, we're like Paul Blart up in here. Right. Um, <laughs> so podcasting, we wanted to hit on podcasting today uh, because, you know, we, we've been talking about this for a while about uh, some of the different shows and things coming up and in podcasts and kind of how we got started. And next week will be our hundredth episode. So uh, yeah, we'll look back on kind of how things have changed too, because you know, when we got started, John, it, the, the, the scene was very different than it is today too. Right. And we were kind of talking about that earlier. Yeah. I mean, uh, podcasting is, is quite interesting. It's something that um, I find myself personally Still extremely intrigued by, but I'm always jumping in and out between podcasts and audio audiobooks, essentially. Yeah. Um, and 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 music. I mean, I get burned out on podcasts and, and I understand that the I guess the 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 consumership. Yeah. For uh, oh, yeah. for podcasting in general is something that is constantly evolving, as well as the types of shows that, that are uh, have been around for a long time and the ones that are kind of uh new to the to the spectrum as well um and and so you know this is something you and i are always trying to evaluate make sure that we are uh brought up to speed with and understanding just because it, it, this is a business for us uh, as well this is a um a value proposition to our sponsors as well as to our audiences um and we look at we look at the podcasting spectrum and, and try to understand and evaluate as much as possible and and that typically is like a, a top down kind of viewpoint for me 
Um, and, and when I'm looking at the, the space of podcasting, you know, the, everyone, everyone knows about, uh, Joe Rogan and, and Tim Ferriss. Uh, there's monster podcasts out there like serial, which is, uh, yeah, which is Pat true Flynn. crime. Yeah. Pat Flynn. And we've got, uh, you know, the, 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 those quintessential, you know, the entrepreneur on fire and, um, smart passive income. Uh, those have been two that have been on yours and mine radar, which is, uh, you know, Pat Flynn's, um, podcast and, and that's how we kind of got into the business uh, podcasting space and where we saw opportunity for made for profit. But it's interesting now looking back on it, you know, that was almost three years ago where we conceived um, MFP and to where the world is today. Um, and, and we're seeing, you know, we're seeing our friends uh, uh, hopping into podcasting left and right, especially in the, in the maker community. Um, well, and it's super it, exciting. And, and and we just wanted to people kind of want to, Yeah. And, and people, because I think people see it and they're like, yeah, man, I want, I want to, I want to do a podcast. And, and we've seen tons of new podcasts hit the scene, like, like we mentioned, but you know, when we started there's, and so we're going to talk about some podcast here, but uh, if we miss your podcast, uh, we apologize in advance because I'm sure we will. But when we got on the scene, you know, it like wood talk obviously was, mm-hmm. was the one that had been around forever uh, you know, making it modern makers, uh, the dusty life, woodshop 101, modern woodworkers association, reclaimed audio. You know, those were the, the, the memorable ones, uh, when we started and, and it was like, yeah, that, you know, that's, that's a handful, right? There wasn't a ton. Um, and then now it seems like, you know, every other week or month on Instagram, you're seeing somebody announcing about being a podcast, which is great. So you can see the excitement building. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and actually I think, and, and, Donnie may have been started before us, but uh, the Maker Minded, which used to be the Green Woodworker podcast, Maker Break Show, maybe I've said too much, Against the Grain podcast, Creators Collective, Craft Will Never Die, one of our uh, personal favorites because of uh, that's our editor's podcast, so go check that one out. Yes. Uh, and if you build it, uh, you know, like there's there's just been a lot of folks uh, that have started these podcasts and and uh, because it, it's it's fun. I think it's a it's a there's and there's differences, right? So this was the other thing, like when you talked about those at the beginning, John, I think there's a big major dividing line between podcast and one is it, it's in that spectrum, just like YouTube channels. Yeah. And it's that spectrum of education to entertainment, right? And there's a lot of just shooting the bull podcasts out there where it's all very um, topical conversations and and people weighing in on their experiences and opinions but it's not, and you might pick up some tidbits there, but it's more just like sitting around the coffee table, you know, talking about woodworking or talking about whatever. Um, and then you have the educational and then, you know, like interviews are kind of in between you're telling the story and, you know, people are learning things about an individual. Like that's where, you know, the Joe Rogan, the Tim Ferriss, the EO Fire, like that's the, the Pat Flynn. Those, uh, you know, I think that interview style of podcasting uh, works really well because it, it's fresh, right? You're all, there's always somebody new, Versus, I think that's one of the pieces that um, I'm with you, dude. I, I I get like listener burnout. Like I've, yeah. I've listened to podcasts and I just I just stop because I'm like, oh, it's just like it's, you know, the, the topical conversations. Sometimes um, it's hard to stay engaged with because yep. there are so many topics that have already been covered um, and it. You know, it turns into just like, uh, you know, what's happening now type thing. But that's the great thing about those interview ones. And that's kind of why we switched to doing interviews as well, right? I mean, when we early on found like, hey, it would be a lot more exciting if we bring new and fresh people onto the podcast to, to help engage because, you know, 
nobody wants to hear you and I talk uh, <laughs> every week, week in, week out. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think that there's a well, what we kind of found, and this is this is something you want to be considering if you're going to hop into podcasting is. Uh, the most value adding aspects of your own conversations with the people that you relate with the most. Right. And so between me and you, you know, we've had thousands of conversations based on business, business topics, specifically growth um, and development within our business, uh, you know, I income and outgoing and all kinds of the in between kind of parts. But what we found was that when you and I were around like minded individuals, say at an events or shows, that those were just as constructive um, in those conversations. And so we decided that interviews were value adding to our audience because of that part. It wasn't so much our conversations when we were out, um, you know, hanging out with, say for one of our uh, earliest um, interviews was, was Ben Ueda. You know, when you and I are talking to Ben, we're not so much talking about uh, tool usage and technique as much as we're talking about um, the other aspects of it being, uh, say, um, how we're pivoting our content strategy in order to incorporate a new trend um, and, and whatever that might be. So because we were able to analyze the, uh, I guess, exterior um, outlook of the conversations we were having with others, we decided to bring on interviews. But that might not work for for all podcasts. And so. Uh, you know, when you're looking at a podcast, you, you've got to be considering um, the audience first. And that's something that you're naturally really, really good at. And, and me, I'm I'm too selfish and egotistical uh, to <laughs> initially see those things sometimes. But no, um, you know, you so so when you when you start a podcast, it, it'll seem very internal. It'll seem like it's about, you know, you and the person next to you. Um, and if you really, really want to win, that's where you've got to take those parts that make that conversation between yourself and the, and the person you're speaking to, or, or even if you're just telling a story on your podcast and trying to make it as relatable and, uh, as, as much assimilate as much as possible to the audience. And, and we saw our, uh, friendships and that possibility for interviews being that value add. Um, and that's why we incorporated it, but you know, that, that might not be the case for everyone. I think that's why Tim Ferriss and Joe Rogan, um, they do so well is because they take their style, their storytelling, their uh, like where they where their their thought places as individuals. And then they uh, kind of weave it into their their interview and they 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 don't ask you, you know, essentially a, a question that isn't pertinent to the kind of questions that their audience is listening to um, just because it's interesting they're they're right. asking it because they know their audience is kind of salivating for it. So yeah, you're steering it in. Yeah, you, you kind of you you build, but you also you build. People are attracted to that style, and then you are already. So it's a, you know it's kind of like the chicken and the egg type thing. It's their audience, but their audience is there because they're already asking those questions and that style, right? And that's what the, that yeah. audience wants to hear. But I, I think that you're right on in the point that the reason that we started the podcast, we talked about it a lot uh, is because we kept getting questions. Like we get kept getting questions about social media and marketing, how to sell stuff. And hey, what's new with Instagram and all these things that um, have become topics for our podcast. So uh, I, I think that's where some podcasts that, um, you know, it depends on like what you want to get out of it. Like if you just want to hang out with your buddies and like you don't really care about if it grows or not and you figure you just put it out there in the world and see what happens. Yeah, absolutely, go for it. 
Um, but if you're actually trying, but you know, we'll get to it later is that I think what you'll see is, is, um, you know, podcasting is fun and it seems like anything's exciting when you start it. And then when you get to episode 20 or 30 or 99, you're like, uh, there's like so much, you know, like all the weight of it, because it's a commitment if you want to do it, you know, a weekly show, you know, maybe you do a biweekly, maybe you do a monthly, but uh, making it sustainable. Part of that is knowing that there's an audience out there. So yep. uh, that's, you know, if, if you're to me, the sweet spot of of an of a topic in an audience is like, what do you get asked about all the time? Like, it's one thing, like if John and I just came on the show and just started talking about, you know, our favorite designs for fanny packs, which, you know, we love to talk about, uh, that might be something that me and John really enjoy, but nobody is asking us about, <laughs> hey, <laughs> have you come up with any great ideas for fanny packs lately? Uh, no, no, that's not going to happen. So, you know, that's just the thing is, is when you're evaluating um, what type of show do you want to have and, and what kind of value are you going to add? You know, are you somebody that people are always asking you questions about X, Y, and Z? Uh, then maybe that's a great topic for you. And maybe that's in woodworking specific tool usage and skills, or maybe it's, you know, something more business related, like, like what John and I are doing, or maybe it's something even completely different. So, um, you know, that, that would be the traditional route or you come up with something all altogether new. Like, I, you know, talking about Serial, the podcast, um, not Gary V's podcast puffs over here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the first time somebody was like, yeah, the Serial podcast. And I was like, like, you just like Captain Crunch hosting this? Like, what are we talking about here? Uh, <laughs> like Serial came on the scene as that. I don't, and I'm sure there were there were true crime podcasts before that. But like Serial to me really put podcasting on the map for me personally. Uh, because somebody recommended, they're like, oh my gosh, have you heard this? And I was like, mm, yeah. Um, uh, you know, I, I was hearing Wood Talk, but more mainstream because it was something new and it was something different and it was something super engaging. You know, it is a, it is an episodic story based in, you know, everybody loves a good true crime thing. So, so, you know, I think there's still space for something new. That's, that's what I, we haven't seen a lot of. I don't know. Have, have you seen Anything that's like really stood out to you, John? I mean, that's one of the things I think that there's there's is an opportunity for something like totally different. Yeah, I'm so I'm <laughs> I'm a terrible example of a podcast consumer within the woodworking community. As far as like what I'm listening to is it's not within our uh, it's not within our space, and and I think that's because I, I I'm almost living in oversaturation of uh, content within the maker community. Um, and for me that, that kind of applies to like, I'm, uh, a lot of, you'll hear a lot of individuals that are makers or that are YouTubers that say that they don't watch YouTube. They don't have time and whatever. I'm not that person. I'm constantly looking for ideas in all facets of where my business is executing. Cause I like, I always say this, I come from sports. I'm used to watching game film. Um, you know, if my buddy, uh, puts out or somebody I know puts out a killer piece of content, I'm watching it and I'm studying it to see, you know, our, uh, all the, all aspects of it. Not, not so much the build itself, but the execution on platform. Um, so with that, I don't typically consume audible uh, content based in the woodworking community. And that may be because there is a saturation of just conversational content based in things that I personally have a lot of experience in and don't need to learn. And I'm also 
a visual learner. So my audio experience is typically going to like true crime. Um, I love a good story. Um, and I'm also listening to books because books have an end uh, for me and, and podcasts are like always continuing. Um, I listened to Tim Ferriss and Gary Vee for years uh, when it came to consuming podcasts. And that's when I was in the shop, you know, 85% of the time in the office, 15. And now it's sort of flipped. Um, so I had a lot more time on my hands to just mindlessly listen. Um, so there, because I think there hasn't been much different in the community. I think like we were like, not to, not to boast and puff our own chest, but we were a very different podcast for the woodworking community when we came out. And now that we're, you know, on the verge of a hundred episodes, it's, it's been two years basically. Um, and, and there's not really much different out there. And that might be why I don't consume any woodworking podcast. Cause I did definitely used to listen to, uh, woodcock wood talk, excuse me. And a couple of the, um, in making it back in the day, it's just now I'm my, my mind, my mental focus is in other places. Um, so I think if you were looking for opportunity within the woodworking community, I mean, you gotta be bringing something at least slightly different to the table. We talk about minor pivots in your business strategies, um, and, and make sure you have a strategy if you want to get into growing a podcast to be, uh, something that's a sustainable revenue stream for your, for your business or value add to, to your time, because there's so much time goes into this. I don't think a lot of people right. consider it. Um, but you know, maybe uh, maybe it's the storytelling of uh, furniture making and, and sales um, and the client relationships compared to uh, techniques and joinery finishes and in tools and stuff. Um, you know, t t talking about um, customer experiences or, or or some sort of, I guess, uh, more I re relatable storyline because I think that's what true yeah. crime does, right? When you hear right. about like a family of four that gets kidnapped and murdered and their house blown up. Um, and it doesn't matter where the neighborhood is. You can, you're picturing that in your head, you're picturing that experience. And, and when they're not caught, you know, having a great storyteller in that narration of bringing you through the journey to try and capture the individual, whatever it might be in these true crime podcasts, everyone can relate to it. Well, if you want to pull in a new audience, that's not listening to woodworking stuff, you know, maybe it's that consumer. Cause I almost guarantee everyone's got a chair in their house or everyone's got a piece of furniture that if you could somehow tie in, you know, that process and make it a little more relatable in that HGTV kind of setting, um, there could be some legs there. But I, I'll, I know just kind of uh, spitballing on it that it would be extremely difficult to execute on consistently because you'd yeah. have to be having so many sales. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, if you're going to do a weekly podcast, having weekly stories about customers, you either have to have been in it for a long time or be doing a whole lot of work, which in that case, you're probably not podcasting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, I think it's just a good point to think about, again, you know, how how are you different? Just like YouTube, right? When you jump in the YouTube space, like, how are you different? What, what makes you stand out? What's going to make people want to come listen to you? Uh, because, you know, so kind of looking at the the what, why should you podcast? Well, what do you get out of it? It does, it, it broadens your audience. It gives you a different set of, of listeners. Although a lot of those are going to be current listeners or current in your current audience and reach, because that's how you're, they're going to find out about you. That's the interesting thing about podcasting. That's probably the number one biggest thing that like podcasting is not like Instagram. It is not like YouTube. The discoverability for podcasts is extremely low. Like, yeah, extremely oh, and it's low. so hard to compete. 
so we'll we'll just put this in perspective. Just throw some numbers out here, just so you guys understand. Uh, so right now, you know, at episode 100, we are getting uh, about 8,000 downloads. And so in, in podcasting land, they measure it in downloads in the first 30 days. We get about 8,000 downloads in the first 30 days. If you think about uh, John and I's combined audiences on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, you know, wherever, everywhere, that is a fraction, a yeah. very small fraction. And obviously it isn't, you know, aligned with our content uh, in the sense that this is more business oriented versus building oriented uh, educational, but it's still the educational nature. So, you know, just as a as a perspective there, and we've been doing this for two years and we have been growing and we have the, the cool thing is, is like for our podcast specifically, we have a much smaller audience, but a super engaged audience, which is fantastic. We love seeing you guys over there on the Facebook group and the Made for Profit tribe. Um, you know, it's like over a thousand strong now. And, you know, that that just goes to show you right there. I mean, we're getting downloads. We're getting 8000 downloads in the first 30 days, but we have a thousand people on the Facebook group. Like that's a huge percentage, you know, 16% of people over on uh, an engaged platform talking about business topics and things like that. Uh, but yeah, so from that perspective, like we've been at this for two years and we're only at 8,000 downloads. Like that is not a lot. And the growth has been steady, but slow. And even in this last year has really been slow. Uh, so it's like, I think we hit that group and then, so that's the other thing is like, what's the audience size? Because for us, for people trying to do side hustle and business in woodworking specifically, which is where we're mainly at, even though we do reach out to leatherworking, metalworking, even, you know, I know some folks uh, are, are realtors and real estate minded people. Um, it's just hard for that message to grow because there's not like you, like, I don't know if I've ever heard about a podcast other than word of mouth. Yeah. Like there's no sharing. You like there's not a share button. I mean, there are some share buttons. You can send it as a text or whatever, a link in some of these apps. But like who does that? Now not very many people do it. It's there's just not an opportunity to go viral in a podcast. Yeah. And, right. And, and I think there's, it's not like recommendations like a YouTube homepage or or stuff like that. Um and if there is, like for iTunes, it they only recommend like the top of the top of the top of the top. Well, uh, and I also think that the the opportunity for virality in a podcast is not coming on platform, right? Like, like think about Joe Rogan and Elon Musk. Like, I think that was the most viral podcast piece of content this year, but it was the video. It was the right. reposting of the video on YouTube that went viral for them. Um, so like, that's another concept you need to be keeping in mind is that if you're going to be podcasting and you want to do it in the spectrum of what a podcast is now, that you need to be thinking complementary content platforms. Um, and it's yeah. just like you and I look at our, uh, you know, we looked at our portfolios for our brands as they were um, eh, before we got the show started. And we looked at the podcasting as its own supplemental thing. Um, and that's and that's why our growth is where it's at, is that this is a supplement to the community. And we we enjoy giving, we enjoy giving back to all of our listeners more than we do turning this into a, um, a revenue stream that is self-sustaining and its own business with employees uh, and such. Um, but because of that, you know, we, we kind of don't put as much effort into the second and third aspects of generating popularity that we do with our own 
content right. platforms. Like, like video. I mean, that's a perfect example, right? We've talked about doing video. It, it's one of those things that um, it, it's, and John and I, so, you know, we'll get a little real here. Like, I mean, I think we've even said it before. Like, we, you know, we've been throwing around, like, this is, this is a drag on our own businesses. Like, we take time out for made for profit away from, like, if we invested all the time this year or this past year that we committed to made for profit to our own businesses, our bank accounts would be much larger um, because it's just not like we have an amazing patron community, which we appreciate so much. And that's what keeps us going. Like we weren't, you know, John talks about being sustainable to the point of like bringing people on. Like we're not at that level, um, but we do have enough support where it's still worthwhile. We can pay an editor so we don't have to deal with that yeah. and, and keep it going. But to go to a place where it's like actually, you know, like, like you said, like a, a business like you, you need to be going into video. You need to really be getting out there in other channels. And, and that's just a whole nother arm of effort that John and I, like, again, so now, you know, we'd have to pay an editor to do video editing. We'd have to set up like neither of our offices are set up for video at all. No. And then, um, you know, if like, we have an interview and they're off, they're always off site. How do we do that? Right. You know, like so pulling them in is, is a huge hassle like that. So like to do it, to get those extra little pieces and to get the high quality of those podcasts that like you do see, like, you know, like Gary V, like he is, he's constantly spitting out content, whether it's his podcast or speeches or just on the go vlogging, whatever. Um, you know, he's got a whole team. Like if we just had cameras rolling and then we just fed it off to a team because we had ad revenue or, or, you know, mm-hmm. big sponsorships, um, that would be great, but, but we don't. So, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of the give and the take is like, I think to really grow the podcast outside of the normal means of just being on Spotify and Apple iTunes and, and whatever, like you've got to get in and you've got to plug social media, you've got to put video on YouTube, you've got to put the Facebook post out there like that's, that's the way to grow that, that we talk to you guys about growing your businesses, like you would do the same thing to grow a podcast. But the effort there is the same effort that it that you take and you all know how hard you work on trying to grow your Instagram or your Facebook yeah. or your website or whatever, your YouTube channel. Yeah. And, and so having the wherewithal getting into it, and if you want to use podcasting as a supplement to your business, you know, have a strategy, have a, have a, have a, uh, I guess like, um, a short scale business plan for it because it, it can become a, if, if you're putting, <sighs> If you're putting like the time and effort into uh, doing topical shows like like we do here, um, what happens is you need to put time and effort into brainstorming topics, uh, which we do, and then time and effort into coming up with uh, show notes, which which we do, and talking points based on uh, what your audience is looking for. And um, when you're doing stuff like that, I mean, you listen to Tim Ferriss, right? He does hours of prep before an interview, and he he's talks about that on his show. Um, and that's why he'll go into two, three, four hour long interviews with high performers across the world um, and get unbelievable retention. Um, and he creates uh, essentially these talk shows that you can listen to on your own time. Um, but it doesn't come without the time and effort put in beforehand. Um, and I think that that's kind of one of the big trade offs in content creation in general is that putting time in before will always pay off on the back end. Um, it's just you're not going to initially see that uh, revenue uh, growth that you would, um, say, with the potential of 
content that can go viral. Um, and it's very hard to create podcast content that can go viral um, it, on on platform, at least, uh, you know, like <laughs> something going viral on um, Apple iTunes, for instance, like uh, <laughs> uh, I'll just take a deep breath. The Pat, <laughs> the Pat McAfee show is a uh, it, Pat's a Pat's actually a local kid here from from Pittsburgh, went to um, WVU as a kicker, played in the NFL for, I think, nine years, was on Barstool Heartland. Anyway, had his own podcast, um, left Barstool, pivoted to his own podcast, and because it was his first or second show, he was the top podcast on iTunes for like a week, um, and he he was cranking out shows. Um, and I think that was a little bit of buildup, but like, I don't really, I haven't really ever seen any type of on-platform virality come um, in any other situation except for that. And so you've got to be cognizant of it. And, and, and for a lot of us, we don't do this because it's something that uh, we see massive growth potential and business opportunity. And it's, it's because we love it and enjoy it. Um, and that's essentially what made for profit became or how it came to be for, for Brad and myself is that we were, we thoroughly enjoy talking business. We thoroughly enjoy helping others. We thoroughly enjoy contributing back to the community and we get asked a ton of questions and this gives us an opportunity to answer them, uh, create some sort of, I guess, hub for a lot of the questions that we get asked and push people there to learn and get better. Um, so the topical type podcast becomes a lot of work on the other side of it. You can, you can have a lot more of those conversational type podcasts. Um, but you're not going to get the, uh, as much, uh, I guess, backlogged listenership. Um, and that's something that made for profit benefits from a ton is that because we chose a topical podcast over a conversational podcast that we know literally we get it every day that we have listeners that'll start at episode one and listen through every episode we've ever put out, which we find to be <laughs> absolutely incredible. Right. Yes. And, uh, because I think it's a topical show that that's why that happens. You know, it's very rare that you're going to find a conversational um, week to week, like, Hey, what's going on kind of show where you're not, you're going to go, you're going to read the title and you're going to click on whatever you think that title might be, you know, compared to what you like to listen to, or you listen to it on a weekly basis. If you miss one, you know, go on to the next kind of thing. Um, you're not really looking for the 12, <laughs> The 12 right. episodes we put out like on Instagram for the past. Right. Year. It's like reference material versus uh, current affairs type thing. Right. I mean, like, yeah. Who would ever in their right mind go back and watch like last year's new show unless it was for some type of research. Right. You're like, unless you're trying to figure out what was current affairs at that time. Yeah. Like when you're when you have something that is more topical. I mean, the, the conversational ones, too, though, like I remember uh, I actually did that. I was binge listening to do wood talk when i first started and uh yeah that was a long journey uh i think they were like 300 episodes deep and i was like oh and uh it's gonna be a I, minute. By, by the time i yeah by the time i caught up to it so you know having like people still go in there and do that but it, you're right i mean it's just it's just a big difference I, I don't know i think but so i know we've we've been kind of talking about the how much effort and things and like why to do it but you know let's hit because we, we talked a little bit about it but um you know, some of the great benefits about that is like you do get to connect with that audience and you also you give another avenue and a platform for Q&A, for things like that. You can answer people's questions on the show. People love that uh, when you have 
uh, podcast, that is just another feather in your cap when when you're trying to you know pitch yourself. Uh, if you're trying to get sponsors, if you're trying to to work with brands, you have another avenue that you can give them exposure to, and you know it might be smaller than your other channels, but you know then again it still grows. Like every thousand people matter, uh, and when you do that, it it just really creates more width in your portfolio. It also gives you experience just talking on the microphone. So, you know, maybe you start a podcast just to get comfortable talking in front of a microphone, like you're mm -hmm. talking and having conversation because it is like you get that flow um, and you start to feel more comfortable, which will help any other work that you do voiceovers on Instagram. If you're doing interviews, being interviewed by other people, whatever those things are, the more you sit and talk in front of a microphone, in front of a screen with other people, the more comfortable you get and you just get that flow because it's, it's a very different thing. Like as soon as you put a microphone in front of your face, like the dynamics are totally changed. Like you, you and your buddies could have the most amazing conversations ever. You throw a, a microphone in front of your face and a screen in between you. And all of a sudden you're like, uh, oh, no, you, what? No, you go, no, you go. It takes a minute to figure it out uh, and to get the flow down of a podcast and, uh, that, you know, that is somewhat of a transfer, transferable skill in the sense of if you are doing other media and you want to use your voice in any way, uh, you know, it's, it's a good way to hone that. So there are definitely some other benefits other than just growing and getting an audience. There are some things that, uh, you know, should help you in the long run and editing. If you're doing audio editing on your own podcast, you have to figure that out yeah. again. You can apply that straight to your YouTube channels well, as well. I also think that the uh, concept of broadening your voice is something that is a massive benefit of a podcast as well. Is like we're we're in a situation here in um, the the maker community specifically where we understand the type of listener that we could potentially be um, garnering, and and because of that. Uh, we know that there's a lot of guys and girls that are just in the shop with headphones on or playing music. And because of, because of that kind of nature of the audience, you can add value to their life as well as give a voice to a part of your brand that potentially may not exist on the other side of things. Like, um, you know, like for instance, both of us in our content strategy on YouTube specifically have a very distinct voice and, this podcast allows us an outlet on something that is tangential to that voice that no one would be able to consume from us if we weren't putting it out in audio. Um, you know, and, and so uh, think about that as well as, as, you know, a benefit to being on a podcast is that you're, it's not so much the experience you get in voice as, as well as like the, the value you're adding to um, the concept of your brand's voice as well. That's been a huge benefit for me. Um, as you said, Brad, like when you're, when you're coming up with concepts to speak about, um, I spoke to an entire school, uh, of K through 12, <laughs> two weeks ago. And, um, you know, I, I felt extremely comfortable speaking in front of them, but I also, uh, was able to have the wherewithal if I was stumbling over words or, uh, you know, stuttering and, uh, throwing in filler things that I do here on the show that I've been working on for two years. Um, I've gotten a lot better doing that in my like kind of public speaking roles, uh, which is a, which is a value add. Um, and, and it's solely because, you know, we do the show once a week. Sometimes we record two or three episodes in a day and you've got to like <laughs> at that, on that third episode, you're, you're choosing your words wisely because your voice <laughs> is exhausted, but 
Uh, there, there's, Your there's mind is like a bowl of macaroni. Yeah, there's, cheese. there's those like secondary benefits that come to a podcast. Um, and, and I think that you, you kind of skimmed over it briefly, but the answering questions, um, for people that, you know, are actually valuable to you as a person and your, and your brand, uh, is a, I think it's, it's huge to any, any kind of marketing concept of a podcast, right? Um, if, if I'm not saying so much, if you're going to create a podcast to go out and address, you know, FAQs on your podcast, uh, and then just push people to it, but sort of, uh, passively addressing concerns that could exist within your business or trying to, you know, I guess, uh, what am I looking for here? The word wise, um, trying to create the concept of an expert within a certain aspect of your business. A podcast could be a great opportunity there. Um, and, and that, that even goes for, if you're, you know, in, in a custom work or selling, uh, you know, there could be a small market in your area that you could be bringing people on the show, bringing on other small businesses. You're just vibing on that kind of concept. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be the, uh, most, the loudest and most, uh, I guess, uh, viewed audience on social that you're creating your podcast for. Um, yeah, it could you know, be localized and it could, like yeah, it, it, exactly. And that, that's, I mean, we, we talk about a lot, we've talked about in the show already about a lot of, you know, have business plan and what's the reason for it. And, you know, again, and there's lots of them that are probably out there already. Like some folks just want to do it just to have a time to hang out with their buddies or to connect with other people that are the, the show hosts. And, you know, like that's, that's great too. Like you don't have to have a, a long-term plan, but just know like once you step into that arena, once you set whatever schedule you have, uh, that clock keeps ticking, right? It's like a metronome. It's like, well, guess what? Tuesdays come around every week. And every week, John and I are recording uh, or at least doubling up so that we're not recording the next week. Um, and and that's, again, if you want to be consistent. And that's one of the things that uh, just like anything, but I, I think even more so in podcasting, um, to me, like, cause I am not, it, it's really kind of interesting as we sit back and just like, just talking through this right now is, um, like I am not consistent on my YouTube channel, but it, like, I feel like that's okay because I'm working on projects and I know that like, oh, well, this thing is going to take longer. Like I'm installing, you know, a whole tile floor and, and demoing a bathroom and like, that's going to take two weeks. But at the same time, you know, podcasting had just has a different feel like, oh, well, all we have to do is just sit down and talk. So I, we should have, we should do this every week. Um, and when you start getting an audience, there's that expectation of weekly episodes and and not that anybody has said, oh, like we expect you to do weekly episodes. But if you don't, then you just lose top of mind. Right. And when yeah. you, if you're trying to build an audience like listeners want to know, hey, it's going to load up every Tuesday or if you're biweekly, that like that's great, too. Uh, you know, maybe it's every other Tuesday, but. Again, like the least, the less you're in front of people, the less they're going to remember you. And that's when, you know, they kind of trail off and die off. And that's why, you know, folks like Joe Rogan uh, and and uh, I don't know, does Tim Ferriss, his isn't daily, is it? I don't know. I don't no, really no, listen no, to no, him. No. Tim, Tim. Because his are huge. Yeah. His. Uh, yeah. He, he like actually epic. may not even be as consistent as he used to be. Let me, let and me I know. Um, Tim, um, oh, gosh. What's his name? Uh, Entrepreneur on Fire. That was, uh, yeah. Ridiculous uh, daily, right? What's his name? I forget his name. And anyway, he does he does daily interviews, which is crazy. But he does, you know, he batches them out, so he'll do a ton of them at one time. 
And and all those things that that you can do to be consistent, you know, just helps you grow an audience. If you again, if you just want to spitball out there and have fun, then maybe you do a, a monthly episode. I don't know. Uh, and again, you can still get some of those benefits, but just know that that's not, you know, same exact thing like we talk about on Instagram. Like if you're posting daily on Instagram, you're going to grow a lot more than if you're posting once a week uh, or just as the as the spirit hits you. But um, if you're if you're doing podcasting, kind of that weekly show is kind of the standard in, in our area. It's either, you know, weekly or or more like most podcasts are at least weekly um, that I can that I can think of, uh, you know, unless they're like some type of epic, you know, serial and S-Town like episodic where like it's a Netflix series and they drop them kind of all at once or they space them out, um, which they would typically do like for a, a serial. By the way, serial. If you haven't listened to, to uh, S Town, which was which was an offshoot of Serial, oh man, Dude, that you're was just fantastic. Like, see, this is what I love about you. You're just so behind. It was like that was two years ago. I know. <laughs> but like they haven't even like they they haven't even come out with the next Serial though, had they? They they just recently did. They yeah, they had an oh, episode. Did they recently did they had a rec- an episode this year. They were actually in the uh, the city court of Cleveland, and they were break and she was breaking down the um. I guess like the systems that exist in, uh, in the in court and yes, yeah, I don't want that. Like that's like I, I think I feel like they had this huge thing with with like Adnan that first one, the second one with the dude who walked off base um, and like that whole story and got captured. Like that one was, was well. Yeah, here's was the here's the cool. other and then like yeah, so like they lost me. Like I wanted you well, know you didn't the even next, give it a, like epic. So you, you didn't even give it a shot. So like that's the I just thing, get, is, I is, gave it a you see that three seconds you gave me? That was my shot. You, I'm like, well, wait, court systems? No, I'm out. <laughs> no, you, so what's what's so what I didn't I hear Taliban is like, anywhere in there. True. Or, my my fiance works in the public courts. Um and because of that, I found it extremely interesting to see like what the sort of uh uh I guess what the playing field looks like in there. Because I've never been in a court, knock on wood. Uh so you know, I, I found it to be I found it to be quite entertaining and, but like, sure. I the, can the, see that, the, but I'm not going to search that out. The thing about it is that you're, she, she, Sarah brings Sarah Koenig, the, 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 the author of uh serial brings you on a journey. Right. And you're, you're in for eight, nine, 10 episodes, whatever she's got, but then nothing. So you're like, that is a different right. model than it is. Us, it is for it's instance. like the net, it's like the Netflix series model. I mean, that's yeah. What, and, and that's that's kind of interesting. Um, you know, that, that's an interesting like a seasonal. Hey, this is season one. And season one is yeah. like, but and like, like you said, John, I really I think there's a value to that in the sense that it's like there's a beginning and there's an end Yep. versus when you get into podcasting, there's a beginning and there is no end ever yeah. uh, until yeah. you until you call it quits. So like, let's you know, let's kind of talk about that. Like Wood Talk. Wood Talk was around for ever they like 10 years uh and then they they kind of went off and on and then they uh took a break and said they were gone then they came back and and had a kind of show kind of a a a relapse or what do you call it you know a a victory lap episode and then they kind of said well you know maybe we'll get together once in a while and and have a podcast here and there um but uh, that one like maker cast wasn't a was a podcast that was they did he did interviews um, I believe his name is John over there, the woodworking podcast. That one was around for a while. Then they, they stopped doing that one. And it's because keeping up with it is tough. Like it is tough. You can go and like, 
momentum will carry you for so long, but at some point, it if you're not if you're not make I think that's the biggest thing is like what you can see from this and what you hear every time you hear a podcast like saying hey we're taking a step back or we're doing whatever it's because the value of the time invested is not equal to what the return is or at least and, the return that you think you're looking for right well and that's the thing is that after a while you like you can make it, it it's fun and it's super exciting and then like anything. Uh, eventually it, it gets wearing and then you're like, oh man, like I could be doing this. I could be doing that. It becomes in some points, it becomes a burden and it loses the excitement after a while, unless you keep engaged, unless you're really into the content or unless it's giving you like, it has to give you something back. And whether that's just feedback from the audience, whether it's the actual conversation you're having on the podcast, whether it's monetary, um, you know, you have to be excited to do it. And you have to have some return in some form or factor or it's not sustainable. God, if there was only a resource out there for dealing with burnout. <laughs> but no, you're right. I mean, I think that you have to find ways to stay, um, you know, excited and engaged. And that's something that you and I struggle with here on the show. And I mean, being completely frank with the audience right now, it's not so much the engagement with the audience. It is all of the behind the scenes that you and I put into this show. Um, and, 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 and we know, we know having business experience that that is essentially us being lazy and creating better systems and processes to handle a lot of those things for us. Um, but for, 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 you know, getting a hundred episodes into something like that is a, that I, I think that there's a statistic out there that the average number of episodes for a podcast is there that the milestones like are two. eight and 24, right? Okay, if you yeah, get yeah. to eight, <laughs> if you get to eight, you pass like 75%. If you get to 24, you pass 99%. And like, yeah, that's because right. that's because the, 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 like you said that the, op, the fulfillment, the opportunity for burnout, the, the, uh, the trade-off, like there's, it's, it's not there as quickly as it can feel on other platforms. And so you have to find ways to stay, um, you know, excited and engaged. And, and for us, you know, that's um, the after show, super engaging community there. The Facebook group, extremely uh, engaging there. Our patrons are wonderful, fantastic people that yeah. love supporting us. And then when we go to something like WorkbenchCon and Brad asks the audience, how many people is it made for profit? And 95% of the people in the audience raise their hand. It's extremely gratifying for us, um, but those are short bursts of excitement, you know, and, and when we're three and a half months into not even seeing each other in person and grinding it out weekly, week after week after week after week on the podcast and seeing stagnant growth, you can obviously see how that can be like, oh, what's going on, dude? Like, you know, uh, <laughs> do we need to do something different? What's happening? Um, and having the. I guess the mindset and wherewithal to, to stay excited, to understand that it's a long, 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 long play. Uh, and that if you're going to be doing something to add value to the community, that podcasting is truly that it is truly 100% community based uh, gratification in that you, <laughs> well, you unless you want to do a full business plan behind it, the quantifiable, um, metrics and justifications that come on other platforms when it comes to content creation aren't as much there. Yeah, um, and so, there. and you it's have personal to feedback. 
And you have to, if you want to be in it, you're staying in it for the personal feedback. Um, and then you look at something like Wood Talk that was around forever and how much time and effort Spags and, and the team over there had to have put in. Uh, you know, he, he, it ran its course, did a phenomenal job of building community, did a phenomenal job of creating engaging conversation and a backlog of information that is a deep rabbit hole on on like really specific topics um, that sometimes you just got to see that right you just, and yeah and, say, hey. and, and so uh, just for the record we're not setting this up although we did have that conversation before we started we we're like what if we just called made for profit 100 episodes of awesomeness and then we're done uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we're not we are not going to uh and, no, but we may we may start pivoting but, to doing a slightly yeah, little but different we're looking at pieces like, of we, content because right, the, we cause we're trying to figure the, out how to keep it fresh yeah the spectrum for, for listeners is changing and too and when you're doing a topical show like we are Right. Like there's a reason Tim Ferriss is 95 percent interviews. There's a reason Joe Rogan yeah. is 100 percent interviews. There's a reason that Pat Flynn is all interviews right. is because, because that conversation is different of people every time. in the world to talk to. Right. And, and there are only so many topics on business yeah. to talk about and hit. And, you know, some of those like that is like we, you know, when we started, we whipped out, you know, like. 50 show ideas like right oh, yeah. off the bat. And then that's and, the other thing. Like if you are doing topical, if you can't, I was just listening to this. Um, oh, a new book, John, you need to check it out. If you haven't already, it's called, um, known by, uh, some dude who is known. That's actually Dids. funny. I don't know the guy's name and it's, it's known. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll here right a second. I am. Yeah. It's, um, anyway, it is by Mark Schaefer mm. and, my homie. And yes. Yeah. Your homie, Mark Schaefer. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> he talked, uh, he was talking about, uh, he talks about, you know, no, so I, I would highly recommend that for anybody wanting to start a YouTube channel or just, you know, so it's about being known in a digital age. And one of the, his things was like, if you, it, it, he talks a lot about blog posting, uh, in that, but he also talked about getting started. It was like, if you should be able to come out up with 20 topic ideas without even breaking a sweat, and if you can't come up with like 50, um, then, you know, with sitting there and, and thinking about it for a while, then, you know, you might need to think, or maybe it was 30, I don't know, but it was at least, at least 30. But like I said, you know, coming up with topics uh, is easy in the beginning, but then, and you, you, you kind of feel like, oh, we'll never run out of episodes and, and topics. Well, guess what? A hundred episodes later, you've covered those 50 plus 50 other that you've inserted. And, uh, and, you know, there is some, um, and that's why we've been doing the Instagram update, because there are things that you can just hit over and over because things are always changing. But in something like, um, you know, pricing your goods, like we did those episodes 11, 12 and 13 were our pricing series. And we've not talked about that again because like we covered it pretty in depth. We made a pricing playbook like we hit it really hard. And guess what? Like pricing does not change. Like there's nothing. <laughs> pricing has been pricing ever since, you know, somebody figured out, oh, I need to make money on what I sell and here's how <laughs> here's my yeah. inputs and here's the out like that's nothing's going to change like in 20 years from now we could come back and that those three episodes other than where we're talking about the internet or whatever the episodes specifically and, and the content specifically around how to price your goods is still going to be the same and so it's hard to rehit some of those um, you know networking like things like that don't change uh, and and that's where when you're in a topical conversation um, you know, you, you need to figure out how to spice it up, how to keep it fresh. Yeah. And, and 
that's where burnout comes, right? Is when you're just yeah. feel like you're in the mundane, like the the, the sludge, uh, avoiding those situations. And and we have a great list of topics. It's just getting very slim when it comes to non repetitive business concepts. Um, and that's yeah. why I think we both love interviews so much. And that's what and we're super fortunate to uh, to get great reception on the interviews we do and have some great interviewees uh, and and. We're really excited for that part of the show. But, you know, kind of as as we're getting to the hour here and, and as the show's wrapping up, if if there's things that you guys have heard us speak on that you think, one, we should go back to or any kind of new business topic that you think the whole audience and not just your own specific in individual situation could benefit from, let us know. You know, drop a line. Um, we, we've, we've teased it a few times here over the show, but our Facebook group over at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash made for profit tribe. Um, is a great place to engage and throw us um, show ideas. Uh, you know, for a long time, we were taking them via email. Um, and, and, you know, we are always here to provide value to the community. Um, and that is uh, of the one of the benefits of doing a topical show is you can literally ask a blanket question like that to your audience and then answer it. Um, when you're, you know, kind of searching for what's going on each week, uh, those conversations could easily go and become, you know, very, very repetitive. Um, and, and so consider those, you know, consider the whole, I guess, spectrum of what we've, what we've dove into here. Um, if you're going to get into podcasting, um, but the, but the number one thing I, I got to say is to keep the community in mind when you're doing it, it is a definitely 100% long play, uh, geared in community value adding. Um, and we say that about all content, but it is the most ingrained in, in podcasting. There's, there's no benefit to it except if you're in it for others. And and that's why we love doing the show so much. Um, that's why we're, we're super excited to reach our huge milestone of episode 100 next week. Um, and that is a very interesting conversation, um, which is, which is really cool. Um, and yeah, and, you know, yeah, I mean, we were kind of thinking of show topics here and I was like, dude, 99 shows like, man, podcasting, huh? Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> podcasting. Huh? Yeah, we should talk about podcasting. <laughs> yeah. So it, it is uh, it, it has been been awesome. And and we do look forward. So, the, you know, there absolutely will be changes, just like when we brought on interviews, like we're going to figure out what that looks like for us, um, you know, post episode 100 and uh, you know, we definitely want to continue to bring value, like John said, and that's going to that's going to look like, uh, you know, what what you guys also want to hear. So let us know. And whether it's in the Facebook group or, you know, on a on a direct message on Instagram or whatever it is, let us know, um, you know, what's really been resonating with you, what you like and what you want to hear more of, because uh, we're really enjoying giving the feedback um, the, the most that we can and, you know, showing doing show topics off the feedback that we hear from the listeners because that you know like what better way than to give you exactly what you're looking for all right guys we will catch you on the next episode and right now we're going to go hit our after show all right peace